is the completion of your faith. Praise is the completion of your faith. It is. Hallelujah. And I know it sounds so simple. And the enemy tries so many times to make it not be that way. But the devil is a liar. Because we have mercies that are new every morning. Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. And the ESV version, excuse me, says God's mercies are new every morning. He never runs out of them. He never runs out. Did you hear me? He never runs out. You know, we personally in our home, we've been doing some couponing and stuff like that. And I thought I had to get some more toilet paper and realized that I had way more than I realized. I said, whoa, this is like the crucible that never fails, like the toilet paper that keeps on coming. That's right. You can never have too much TP. Praise his name. Never have too much. But it's like the mercies of God. Hallelujah. All that we need, every bit that we need, we have every single day. And the peace that comes with that, hallelujah. So much going on, so much filled with, with praise and how important praise is. But let us go to Luke 17, chapter 1. Yeah, excuse me, Luke 17, verse 1. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, where are we going? <laughs> and understanding. <clears throat> Bottom line is this. One, we are in Christ. We are Abraham's seed and we are heirs according to the promise. And as we are in Christ, we are to act as he acts. Hallelujah. When God sees us, he's just like him looking at Jesus. Hallelujah. Because of the blood that was shed for us. And understanding that. Actually, Let's do a little rewind. Matthew 21, 16. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 21, verse 16. All right. And it says, And said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea. Have ye never read out of the mouths of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? Thou hast perfected praise. Not just any old praise, but perfected praise. The perfected praise is, is more to that. Not just, oh, I'm just going to praise the Lord. How important that praise is. Psalm 8 and 2. Let's go there real quick. Going the wrong direction. It's the other way, Moke. Other way. Psalm 8, verse 2. Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. Now, God has perfected this praise, and he has perfected the praise for the reason that we just read in 8 and 2, to still the hand of the enemy. Why is it important? It's important because we don't have time to play around. The enemy is looking all day long. It's not the scary. It's just an advisement. It's just an advertisement. It's just a, a bolo. Be on the lookout that, <laughs> that the enemy is running around trying to nibble at your feet. Do more than that, he's trying to take you off your game. More than that, he's trying to prevent you from getting to where you need to go. More than that, he's trying to prevent you from having a testimony because we know we have testimony. Yes. We have a testimony yes. by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony yes. is how we overcome. Yes. 
But if you can't get to have a testimony, you cannot tell anybody else, and you therefore will not have your deliverance and neither will anybody else. So again, this is just an advisement, understanding that praise is for a reason. Not just because we want you to get up and throw your hands up, it is not physically just bodily exercise, it is more than just, thank you Jesus. Starts there, but doesn't end there. It has to be more than that. When you praise, hallelujah, it is a strategic weapon that you have been given as a child of the Most High God, just like you have been given a tongue in your mouth. The scripture said the word of God, yes, it is even nigh thee, as close as your heart is in your chest as your tongue is in your mouth. That is how close, hallelujah, when you praise, how important it is for you to praise and not praise God for everything. That is not what the scripture says, even though I've heard it chopped up and beat up and it doesn't look anything like the scripture as it was written. It says, in all things give thanks. In all things, meaning we have an opportunity all day long of what we're going to do about the present situation that is right no further than the tip of our nose. What we can do in that is say, Lord, I thank you. Not just, Lord, I thank you, but, Lord, I thank you that there is a way out for me already. Lord, I thank you that your promises are new to me every day. Lord, I thank you that you make everything come out right. Lord, I thank you despite of what I'm feeling in my body. Hallelujah. You sent your word and it healed me. And, Lord, I thank you that I'm already healed from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet down to the marrow and the sinew of my bones. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. That is perfected praise. And the problem with that for the enemy, not for us, is that he wanted to be like God so much. He wanted that adoration. That was the whole beef. He wanted people to praise him. Not gonna happen. So when you begin to praise the name of the Lord right there in the middle of the ugliness, hallelujah, because it takes, listen, it takes no thought whatsoever, and I don't mean to say this horrible, but it takes not much effort to praise him if there's nothing going on. You know when we see the basketball games and they're right there and, Now, we're looking, like they're looking on TV, and this joker has to make a foul shot. And they've given the opposing team these stupid little noodles. So the time that the opposing team comes and he goes to shoot, these noodles are doing all this kind of stuff, like they're trying to bling an airplane. You're like, what are they doing? They're trying to mess up his focus. (laughs) Trying to mess up his focus. When you can praise and there's nothing going on, like if he's in practice, I'm sure he makes those things all day. No problem. Ain't nobody out there. Takes no effort. But it takes more effort to make that shot with everybody screaming, everything coming at you from left and right. You've got your posse on this side and some on this side, the enemies on both sides stuck in between. You've got these people screaming at you, saying things they have no business, and these stupid noodles all, all over the place. And they want you to shoot this thing in this little tiny hole takes a little more concentration <laughs> to do that. Same thing. When everything is going well, thank you, Jesus. Praise his name. Glory be to God. But when it feels like the enemy has his foot in your neck, cutting off your windpipe, and you can barely muster above a whisper, Lord, I Thank you. Do you know what that does to hell? Do you know what it does to the enemy? He gets annoyed and aggravated. He said, I'm doing everything I can, and yet they praise the Lord. And yet they call out to him. 
Father, and yet, hallelujah, that's the time that that praise is more than the casual, thank you, Jesus. That's the time that that praise seals the hand of the enemy. Because, see, he thought he, had it, he, he thought he had it sewn up. Whatever he bought before you right now, he's like, God or no problem. On his way. Until he heard you say, Lord, I praise you. Lord, I yet serve you. <laughs> Lord, I love you. Lord, I know you are my deliverer. Lord, I know that you are my redeemer. Lord, I know that you are my healer. He gets aggravated. He gets annoyed. But there's nothing he can do about it because the completion of your faith, hallelujah, is in your praise to the most high God. Hallelujah. That is where it takes place. And we've read in the Bible about how Daniel sent up his prayers and now his prayers were stopped short. Yeah. Stopped short. Yeah. I know sometimes when we feel it's, we've prayed some prayers like, Lord, did that go above the ceiling? Did it go above my hair? <laughs> did it go above the fan? And angels were sent to fight and take care of that situation. Yeah. Word was going forth. But when you don't know what to do with what's going on, when you can't quite articulate, and even when you can, when you've done everything that you know how to do or you think you know how to do, and you are out of all options, you are out of them, you, when you are out of all of it, that's the time. Step back. That's the time. Step back. Lift your hands unto the Father, hallelujah, and begin to praise, and the word is very clear. The angels were sent to minister to the heirs of salvation because we offer up the word. Right. However, when we offer up the praise because God inhabits the praises of his people, yeah. it sends God. Right. Word sends angels. Praise sends the Lord. Word sends angels. Praise sends the Almighty. Right. There's a difference. Now, if I tell somebody, look, <laughs> I tell one of the kids, go tell so-and-so something. Kids can run back there. They're probably going to forget. They're going to be dancing. They're going to be playing. They probably forgot the whole message, everything I told them to do. But see, if I send someone of authority, I know <laughs> that my message is going to get to its intended target. When I step back and get out of myself, when I step back and get my hands off of it, when I step back and praise the name of the Lord, hallelujah, I'm letting everybody know, guess who's coming, hallelujah, my deliverance is already here, it was mine already, it was already mine, hallelujah, in preparing for this message, and I was up at the wee hours of the morning, I was sitting in bed and I was reading and Word was going, and I was listening, and I just got in my spirit. The Lord said, it was yours when you prayed for it. I said, what? He said, it was yours when you prayed for it. It was yours when you prayed for it. It was yours when you prayed for it. I said, yeah, I know. He says, no, 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 no. It was yours when you prayed for it. I said, so what are you saying? He said, it was yours when you prayed for it because I've already made provision. Provision was there before the world was there. So it was yours before you prayed for it. So if it was yours before you prayed for it, why do you struggle to receive something that is already yours? Wow. 
Why do you struggle to receive something that is already yours? It's just like my keys. I know what my keys are. My keys are my keys. I don't have to go to the mayor. I don't have to go to the police. I don't have to call the Coast Guard or anything and tell them anything because my keys are my keys. Yes. They belong to me. I don't have to fight for them. I don't have to struggle for them. They're already mine. Yes. Same thing with your healing. Same thing with your deliverance. Same thing with your job. Same thing with your promotions. Same thing with relationships in your family. It is already yours when you prayed for it. It already belongs to you. So what do you do when the enemy gets in your face and tells you that it doesn't belong to you? You are a liar. Hallelujah. God already made a way out for me. It's got to praise. All I have to do is praise. Because see, it's mine already. It's been yours all along. It's always been yours. <laughs> It's always been yours. When we praise, we praise over not what might happen, but what has already happened in the spirit. What has already happened in the spirit? It was already lined up. It's already lined up. And just because you have not seen it in physical manifestation yet does not mean it's not lined up. I know sometimes talking back about the amusement park, when we go to the amusement park, they've got multiple trains going at the same time. There are a couple rides going on there all at the same time. So sometimes when you're standing in line, you get in the Lord like, man, what's that train coming back? You know, we're still standing in line. I've already seen one come back. Man, I know they sent out three of them. What's the problem? But they're pulling one at a time. Right. Now, you may only see one train in the station. You don't see the others that have already slowed down but are on their way. Doesn't mean they're not there. Just means you can't see them but they're already there. Yeah. Just because you don't see your provision doesn't mean that it's not already there. God has already made sure everything you need, you have has been abundantly supplied. Yeah. Doesn't matter that you see it yet. But that's the point of your praise. That's what makes your praise so perfect. Yeah. That even though you don't see it yet, you don't need it to see it and praise his name. Yeah. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah. It is there already. Yeah. It is there already. Yeah. It is there already. already. Yeah. I mean, like, why, why is she making such a big deal about it? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. We can't be, I can't be, you can't be, moved by your sensory mechanism. You cannot keep going by the things that you use as a feeler to see if the word of God you put out there has worked already. You cannot afford to rely on those. That cannot be your, 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 your bellwether, that cannot be your weather vane. That cannot be the proof of what you said. It cannot be. But what can be your proof of what you prayed for is the word of God. But you can't get to that point unless you have the word of God. So let's go. First John 5. Fourteen, fifteen. And this is important because you know what? It is time out, one, not even so much for the foolishness. It is time out for not getting what we're supposed to get, period. It is time out for that. Yay! In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Hallelujah! We are more than conquerors. Every day your feet touch the ground. You are more than a conqueror. I was talking to my mom the other night, and we were having to be watching the news at the end, and the football thing came on, the football frenzy, whatever that stuff is. 
<clears throat> excuse me, and they always follow a team for that weekend. You know, they get there in the locker room, and the boys are all there, and they're charged up, and everyone's ready to go, and adrenaline is pumping, and everybody's sweating and snotting and spitting and all this kind of stuff, and they're in there, and it's, it's almost like, I said, you know what, I said, Mama said, this is what church should be like. Yeah. Man, he's going out there, he's telling me, he's like, we're going to win, I'm like, yeah! It was like a thousand people in there, it's only 56, 52, however it is, boys on the team, they were screaming like it was thousands of them, and he was getting them pumped up, and they're ready, and he was like, you believe it? Like, yeah! I mean, screaming. I said, Mom, that should be the life of a believer every day. Hallelujah. When our feet touch the ground, do we win? Yeah. Do we overcome? Yeah. Do we win? Yeah. It should be that way every day. Hallelujah. Every day. That's right, Pastor. Every day. Why should it be that way? Because God has already prepared what you need. He has already made the crooked path straight. He's already made a way out for you. He's already made a way of escape. Hallelujah. It's already done. It is already done. But it's about understanding the will of God. Hallelujah. And I wrote this down, and I'm trying to find it because I always put it in a, in a backward place. But hold on. I'll find it. It's very important. When I wrote it down, I was like, mm-hmm, that's it. And we'll get to the prayer petition because that's very important, but yeah. a lot of that's in here, but I'm trying to write it down. Um, okay, so we'll start here. <laughs> God will never say in his word and will the opposite. I want to put that in your hearing. God will never say in his word and then he will the opposite. Could you give me that in the Amplify, please? God will never say his word and will the opposite. Now, when we get to the prayer petition, because that's eventually where we're going with this in our praise, a prayer petition is always based on you knowing the will of God. So the question is, so how am I going to know the will of God? Well, that's where studying the word of God comes in. And I'm going to read it up here. And this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request, according to his will, in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and he hears us. He listens to and he hears us. He listens to us and he hears us. He hears us. And in Acts 10 and 34 it says, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. So as long as you're using the word, he respects the word of God. It was here. He respects the word of God, yes. not a respect of persons. But in 14 and 15, here we go. <laughs> and since we positively know that he listens to us in whatever we ask, I'm gonna go over that again. And since we positively know that he listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settled and absolute knowledge, yeah. with settled and absolute knowledge, not in agitation, not in aggravation, with absolute and settled knowledge that we have, already mine, that we have granted us our, our present possessions, the requests made of him. We already have it. It is ours already. But it may not be for you if you don't know what the will of God is for you. The will of God is the word of God. And God is not going to say his word and will something else. What is in his word belongs to you. What is in his word belongs to you. Now, this is the part that we need to get into. 
Now, we've got situations going on, things are flying, going crazy and ridiculous. We've got a choice. We can be double focused or single focused. Double focused or single focused. I had this conversation with my mom. I said, Mom, I'm not feeling this. And I expressed something to her and she says, problem is, you should double focus. And I said, right. <laughs> I had to stop. Why am I listening to this and using this as my source when God is my source only? Why am I using this as my source and why is this my benchmark when the word says this? When I am double focused, the Bible says, think that man, that man shall not receive anything. When you're double minded, that's double focus. You are unstable in all, you're unstable in all your ways. You're unstable, and that's what happens. When you're listening to everybody at work saying that you're not going to have a job, instead of the Lord saying, I will liberally supply, fill to the full all your needs, all your demands, and all your occasions, you've got a choice. You can be single-focused or double-focused. And when you're double-focused, you're standing on what everybody said at work. Do you know if we're going to have a job? Not sure. You know, we should be okay, but my God says he will literally supply full Girl, did you see the list of the people they laid off today? Oh my God, is your name on it? So what do you do? But my God said he would literally supply. You've got a choice. You have a choice to make your focus double or single. And if you make your choice single, it is always my God will liberally supply, fill to the full, all my needs, all my demands, all my cases. Girl, did you hear what it said? Yeah, but you know what? Lord, I thank you that you supply. But did you hear what they said? They're going to have a meeting today. Yeah, and all these things, I am more than a congregant. But did you hear what I said already? I think I saw a pink slip on your desk. It doesn't matter. My God, hallelujah, takes care of me. I am single focused, hallelujah. And that is when that praise, hallelujah, becomes perfect perfected in that area, perfected in that situation. And trust me, while you're busying yourself in praise, hallelujah, staying single focused, the situation God is already working. The situation is already being touched. The situation is turning around. God is God of the turnaround, hallelujah. I don't care what it looks like. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Now, Isaiah 54 said, God says, his word will not return to him void. Now, when we say go home and get in the word of God, we mean that. Go home and get in the word of God. And this is the reason why. And this will be the parts of the petition that we haven't gotten there yet, but we're going to get to. You build your case like an attorney. And those who are closer to me and those who are not so close realize that I build most of my cases. I don't care what it is, even if I'm placing an order, I do it like I'm a Philadelphia lawyer. I do it all the time and I say it all the time because I need as much corroborating information around me as possible, which is what you do. Now, when you get all the word, take your strong concordance or whatever it is you use to get the word of God and put it in your petition. When you've offered this petition, this prayer up unto the Lord, when you've offered this up to him, you send it on his way. God is telling us as another guarantee to assure our hearts, my word will not return to me. That's what he said. Meaning, when it comes back, it's already done the job. Say it again. When you've offered up the word, God has this guarantee for you. 
His word will not come back to him void without doing what it was sent to do. So when it comes back, it's already completed the job. When the word comes back, it is already done. When the word comes back, the healing has already been there. Do you hear what I'm saying? When the word goes out and it comes back, it's a done deal. It is a done deal, meaning you don't have to fight for it anymore. You've already offered up that word. Hallelujah. Your job now is to complete with praise. Complete. The completion of your faith is praise. It's already done. You've already put it in there. He told you. Hallelujah. He told you in 1 John 5, 14 and 15. Anything that you ask, you ask according to his will. Anything that you've asked according to his will. And you know what? Bottom line is, I never was like, I've heard that before, but you know what? It only is going to matter as real as you want to make it. Simple enough. I've heard people say, you know what? I've used tied out, that tied white out stuff, and it works really well. And then I see some people on the side like, child, that mess don't work. I done seen it, bought it, spent $50. But look, the word works, but are you working the word? It's like, are you working your tide? Have you been working your tide today? <laughs> Have you been using it on all your stains? Have you been doing the deal with that? It only works when you use it. It only works when you use it. But if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you've had enough of not getting the answers that the Bible says you're supposed to have, what are you going to do? God hates murmuring and complaining, but he inhabits the praises of his people. He inhabits the praises of his people. And he gives us his guarantee up front. Hallelujah. If I get into his word, find that scripture, present it unto him, knowing it will cause me to succeed and prosper. It's important to get in that place. So back to praise. And we're going to get to, I'm going to do it quickly, um, all the places of praise. But let's go to Luke. <laughs> Finally making it back to Luke. Luke 17 and 14. Well, if you start at one, it talks about the lepers. Anyway, we'll do the, the, the abridged version. Talks about the lepers. There were 10 lepers Jesus came upon, and leprosy is a horrible disease, and, you know, depending on the stage that you were in, you can start losing stuff. Limbs, ears, eyelids, fingers, toes, things like that, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Things would just fall off. That's the nature of the disease. Um, so anyway... Let us go. Well, okay. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. Now, again, leprosy, the, the whole point of leprosy, they had lepers in colonies because everybody was, a, def, they were definitely afraid. They don't want to get what you got. It sounds like modern day Ebola. Very good. It sounds like Ebola. Don't nobody want to be with you? They don't want to come and minister to you and touch you and feed you and none of that kind of stuff. So this is a risky move right here, going to show yourself to the priest that is like, you have lost your mind. You want us to go and show ourselves to the priest? Here's a move. This is the word of God. You've got a choice to believe or not to believe. When the word of God comes forth from the prophet, from the man and woman of God, you've got a choice. You can do it or not do it. That's all up to you. So anyway, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. Now, I'm sure they're like, so why are we doing that? Now, you know the priests don't like people coming up on them and they like to keep things clean and neat and tidy and have a little stuff on and why we got to do all that? Okay. And it came to pass. 
This is where he was trying to get them to, and it came to pass. And it came to pass. Now, again, we've already spoken about when the situation is in your face and you don't see anything that's changed from the original order. You don't see that you feel any better in your body. You don't have the money in your bank account, in your hand to use. When you have not gotten a word from the company that you still have your job, you have a choice to go show yourself into the breeze. Yeah. Bring the word of God. Right. And it came to pass. And I'm telling you, Raymond, right now, hallelujah, and it came to pass. Yeah. It's going to be it this year. I don't care what it looks like when you're looking for those ancillaries, and it came to pass. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. That is the shift. Hallelujah. That is going back and forth for us on today. The shift comes when we say, Lord, and it came to pass. Hallelujah. That they were delivered, and it came to pass that they were healed. And it came to pass. Glory be to God. And it came to pass. And when did it come to pass? It came to pass as they went. As they went. And it came to pass when they praised. And it came to pass when they sowed that seed. And it came to pass when they said, Lord, I thank you. And it came to pass when they said, I'm going to praise you anyhow. And it came to pass when they cried, but they said, Lord, I yet love you and understand that I'm coming out of this. And it came to pass, hallelujah, it came to pass when they listened to the voice of the prophet when they heard Jesus, as they went, as it went, they went, excuse me, and said they were cleansed. They were cleansed. The beauty of this word cleansed is it stopped leprosy. But as I expressed to you before, things have been falling off of people. You don't hear anything yet about wholeness, about wholeness. And we're not going to get there yet, but read along. But wholeness came for the one that came back. And when we came back, he came back to praise the name of the Lord. And he told him to go his way because his faith has made him whole. So everything that he was missing, missing because God doesn't want us to have anything broken or anything missing in our lives. When we offer up the praise, there is nothing broken. There is nothing missing. Because of his faith, it made him whole. The other nine, they were cleansed of leprosy. It stopped it in his tracks. But there's people missing fingers, toes, elbows, things like that. They're missing some stuff. When you get to the point of making praise the completion of your faith, God makes you whole. He didn't just bring you out. He brought you out into a wealthy place. He brought you out into a wealthy place. He didn't just give you a job. He got you a job with more benefits than you had before. He brought you out, and he made you whole. Same as with the woman with the issue of blood. I'm asking you now to stand to your feet. Glory be to God. It is always about the praise. It is about the praise. Do you hear me? You have praise break all day long. If you don't know what to do, just program your mind. Reprogram your mind. You know what? I'm going to praise the Lord. Lord, I thank you 
This may not be my dream job, but Lord, I thank you that I have a job. And Lord, I thank you because I have this job. You are making shifts, hallelujah, in the spirit to get me to where I need to go, hallelujah. He's already shifted things for you already. Don't worry about this five gear or six gear. God will shift as many times as he has to to make sure his covenant comes to pass for you in your life and that you see it. It doesn't matter, hallelujah, but that you acknowledge him that you acknowledge hallelujah that you acknowledge lord i thank you there is none like you in all the heaven and earth lord i thank you that you said you make everything come out right for me lord i thank you hallelujah that your word will not return until you void but it will accomplish what it was sent to do which is my good his thoughts are for me and for you are of good and they are never of evil. I don't care what the devil is saying. But understand, it's about the praise. It's about the praise. You take that praise break. I don't care what song you got to put in. I don't, you don't have to get your shouting rug out and break it down. Get into that praise. Have a party by yourself. Because when you lose your place in, the, in praise, God settles. God settles. He settles. And when you know what you have and you bought it before him and you presented it unto the Father and you said, Lord, I thank you, it changes your knower. You feel different on the inside. It's not about the feeling, but you are settled. It's like having all the seatbelts on at one time. You know what you've done already because he's already promised it unto you. You have security already. It's already done, Rayma. It is already done. It is yours already. So the blank stares you have when looking at me right now means you're not sure yet. Spend more time with the word so that when we come here on next week, we tear the carpet off the floors and the roof off the ceiling because you know what belongs to you. Hallelujah. And what praise means, that it is a completion of your faith. Even though you haven't seen it change yet, you don't have to. Because you know what the word of God said already. You don't have to see it change yet. In order to praise him. In order to praise him, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to use all the century things you've been using to check and see if God's word is his word. God's word will not return unto him, boy. He's not a man that he would lie. But it is yet time for you to receive. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.